monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G., and joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in the the land in town. What do I usually say in town? In town. The cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Good, even though you fumbled my intro. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Do you want to do it over? No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long day. You're fine. Thanks. Uh, yeah. What's new? Uh, we're still in quarantine. Yes, I said what's new, and you started off with something that we're still doing. Oh, hey, what's new? Well, 20 months ago. That's all. I know, but this is part of the show where you say a thing, and then I, like, rag on you for it, and then you act <laughs> cute, and, like, you're smarter and better than me, and everyone sides with you. Yeah. It's a gimmick, you rubes. Anyone listening to the show just like, oh, they're fighting. It's not real, stupid. I hate to crank back the curtain like that for you rubes. Joey. Ah, he's fucking people. <laughs> they can listen to a different show or this what one what is wrong with you I don't know I, I started off on this riff and then I immediately regretted it but I was committed yeah I'll just bail <clears throat> anyway welcome back to the show I'm, I love you all uh, this <laughs> fuck this, this month it was my pick and I chose an animated a Chilean stop motion animated horror film directed by Cristobal Leon and Joaquin Cochina, and co-written with Alejandro Moffat. It was called La Casa Lobo, or The Wolf House. If you're, you're not, you did really good pronouncing those names. Thank I'm you. Impressed. I'm I'm very worldly. <laughs> I can tell. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You know what? My whole mood is turned around now. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Uh, we are going to do our our other stupid gimmick where I play the trailer for a movie that is not in English. Yay! And uh, we'll be right back. La leyenda oscura que se ha creado a nuestro alrededor se debe principalmente a la ignorancia. Espero que puedan apreciar un poquito más a nuestra humilde colonia. Afuera hay un lobo. Hay algún chileno aquí. Voy a transformar a mi cerdito en criatura hermosa que nunca me abandonará. Desde hoy son Pedro y Ana. ¿Qué les parece si jugamos? Un juego divertido que inventé. Maria. 
soleara bien. Ana Español. Right? That means Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, this is a this is a fairly short movie, and I'm going to probably lean on Nicole pretty heavily for this episode because uh, I think I might be stupid. You're not stupid. I struggled with We had to watch, we watched, this is a short movie. We watched it in two sittings, in two over two nights, and I struggled, man. I. I kind of struggled too. Like I, like I. Do you want to talk about the plot? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just read the plot from Wikipedia. It's short, but this is what it's about. Maria, 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 a young woman finds refuge in a house in the south of Chile after escaping a sect of German religious fanatics, as you do. She is welcomed into the home by two pigs, the only inhabitants of the place. Like in a dream, the universe of the house reacts to Maria's feelings. The animals transform slowly into humans, and the house becomes a nightmarish world. Inspired by the actual case of Colonia de... Oh, so much for my pronunciation. Colonia Dignidad, the wolf house masquerades as an animated fairy tale produced by the leader of the sect in order to indoctrinate its followers. So, I didn't know that going in. Yeah, I'd never heard of Colonia Dignidad until this. Uh... Having watched it all, I didn't pick up on any of that. Um, now that I do know that, and I think back on it, I still have no conception that this has that this was about a thing. Uh, this felt very much just like an abstract David Lynch thing, it was, which was cool. It was very abstract. Yeah, um, but it was amazing animation. Once I learned that, and then I was like, oh, cult. I love cults. Not love cults. I'm very interested in cults she's into I cults i find them fascinating um the only cult i like nicole what? cult of personality what do you see my ears are bleeding. it's a song by unliving color that cm punk used to use as his ring entrance in wwf wwe excuse me it's a great song anyway i did research on the cult but i'll get to that later yeah this now I that we know about that and thinking back to the movie I definitely see. Okay, it. cool. I'm because excited to hear. The movie starts with um, someone talking, saying there's myths about their this their yeah. religious sect, and, and they're going to show this film that they created and... that that puts the the right. myths to rest. And it's actually yeah, the, the film is to try to indoctrinate okay. their followers. And I. You, it kind of loses it a little bit, but then that narration and it comes back at the end mm-hmm. is kind of the ties it back in. Yeah, it does okay. tie it back. So in. like watching it, I was like, this is all stop motion animated with like paper mache and chalk on walls, and the way it's actually structured, like obviously it's stop motion, so it's not one shot, but the way it's structured, it's as if the whole movie is one continuous shot. There's no camera cuts. It's oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so it's really cool. Like it's kind of like a. And I've seen animated films feature length like this before, like Jan Svankmeyer's work and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I was, which it's so weird for me to be in this position because usually, like, if we watch like a David Lynch like movie an art film. or an art, like a very clear art film, David Lynch movie, 
where I'm just like totally on board and enthralled with it. And you're afterwards going like, yeah, no, I, I get it. I just didn't really dig on it. And this one, I was like, not only did I, I didn't get it. I didn't enjoy it. I thought the animation was remarkable, but after like 30 minutes of it, I was like, yeah, this it, is, is going to keep doing this. It, huh? Yeah, it is really repetitive. I found it long too. I think 75 minutes was too long. I think like half hour. I was so excited great. about how we were going to watch a short movie. This is the longest short movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought life. a half hour of it would have been great. It was a lot of the same imagery yeah. and stuff, but it was really well done and really beautiful with the wall paint being peeled away. The yeah. paper mache, you can see it being constructed. Technically as, speaking, it's amazing. Yeah, as they're making it. So it's not just like they didn't just make a paper mache person and, and they're manipulating it. It's like the paper mache peels away and then it gets reconstructed as, as mm-hmm. the bare bones of paper mache again and then the paint and then the hair goes on and it was and I think like and the people in it it looks quite crude. But I think that was a stylistic choice. I don't mm-hmm. think that was I think a, so, yeah. I don't think it was a lack of no, talent. No, definitely at all not. Or skill because it, I think that was a, a I think choice. it works really well. Yeah. yeah. I feel so weird about this movie because like I definitely don't like it. I definitely didn't enjoy watching it. I think it might be like a masterpiece work of art and like everyone I've ever seen talk about this movie raves about its brilliance. Yeah, it's got like 98% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm just kind of like I. it's the weirdest thing. Like I can think of very few movies that I go, I really don't ever want to have to sit through that again, but I see why it's a masterpiece. Like, I think it might be one of the best animated movies I've ever seen, and I did not like it at all. Yeah, I actually am a bit different. Like, I think it was really long, but now that I've done all this research on it, I think I would like to watch it again and just try to piece together all the symbolism Mm -hmm. in it because I feel like... so. Yeah, she goes into the house with these pigs. First, she leaves the sect because um, because she she's a daydreamer. Everyone knows she just kind of goes off in her own world. And she was watching the pigs at the time. And three of the pigs got away while she was doing that. So they, they I think they like, uh, they condemn her to like silence, being silent for 30 days and not talking. And she runs away and finds two of the pigs in the house, but she gets chased by a wolf into the house. And I was sort of thinking about this while I was doing research on it, but she runs away from the cult to find the pigs, two of the pigs that were missing. And then, and then she throws herself into caring for them. So it's almost like she ran away from the cult and she's not there any physically anymore, but she's still pouring herself into caring for this cult by caring for these pigs. You're really smart. Because I was just like, hey, look at those little pigs. Whoa, the pigs turned into little people. Whoa, them peoples is trying to eat the girl. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, she pours herself back into this cult that, in the end, tries to desperately to destroy her. I can't quite remember now at the end. Did she get away with the wolf at the end? I think so. Yeah, so at the end, I thought that they were going to eat her, but she does end She, up like, gets escaping. the wingles back to the original cult? I don't think she goes it just shows her going off oh. with the wolf so the the wolf is the thing that's bad probably this cult has brainwashed people to believing that the outside world is I bad see. the pigs don't want her to leave they're part of the cult they say don't go out there the wolf is there you have to be careful here. with pigs and then they try to eat her and then she ends up being safest with the wolf never trust a man who owns a pig farm I love that line yeah me too we should watch that Snatch. Yeah. And I've been wanting to rewatch I, I rewatched it. it not too long ago. Holds up. Who directed that one again? 
I was going to say it's the only Guy Ritchie movie that holds up or is even good on first watch, but yeah, it's, it's good. Anyway, it, it was really long, but it was really... I've never seen a stop motion like this before. you got to watch Jan Spankmeyer. We should have done Alice. Uh, he did. He does. He has a feature length one that's like his crazy stop motion version of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, cool! It's amazing. What, is it with paper mache? Uh, not just paper mache, but like it's really cool stop motion. Mm. Jan Svankmeyer is like the coolest stop motion animator artist ever, I think. Oh. But yeah, so I'm glad that you explained this movie to me. Well, no, it's like, I mean, there's different symbolism that I think it. I love art like this that is open to interpretation mm-hmm. because people can bring their own um own like stories to yeah. it so if i don't know i'm like, so you, conflicted because i don't because usually i love that kind of thing right yeah and i'm just like but it was really repetitive i get why it felt really long or maybe it's just like a case of like you said like if i watched it again maybe i would appreciate it more but part of me right now is just like i don't want to watch it again but the other part of me is like don't let the movie win <laughs> you need to watch it again. Yeah. Don't be defeated by this movie. This could be like you when you saw Inland Empire. Right. I, where you that, didn't like it. But it really stuck with me. Yeah, and I bet you if you watched it again now, you'd be like, this is really good. I don't want to do I that. I do. Don't let the movie win, Nicole. you got to show these fucking movies who's no, boss. No, it's fine. I can let the movie win. I'm okay with that. You're a... Um, but this, I can't I, decide if you're I a sissy the, or a hero. The, like, juxtaposition of beautiful imagery with the really grotesque and black and dark imagery mm-hmm. was kind of like her her dueling like trying to get out of this dark place that she was in in the cult and trying to get out of it by seeing beauty but mm-hmm. the darkness always kind of returned i don't wow. know that's just my kind of that's really what cool i was thinking about especially when i was reading this so do you want to know about the cult in one second i just want to say okay. my favorite thing about this movie is there's a couple of like it comes up a few times, but there's these perspective shots where, like, there's a 3D object in the foreground interacting with a drawing in the background that's, but, like, oh, the way yeah. it's drawn and, like, the corners of the walls and stuff, like, it has this incredible illusion of depth of these chalk drawings on walls. And I was just like, holy fucking shit, how do you do with chalk? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's fucking wild, man. So a lot of the movie I probably, maybe I would have done a better job on a second watch because I wouldn't just spend the whole time going like, wow, man, that's rad. That must have, that must have been hard. They must have worked really hard. I bet you this took a long time. Yeah. I bet you they really were so cool. tired I think I, the whole time, not the whole time, but when I was watching, I was like, I'd like to watch a, like a making of. Like, yeah. How do like, they do this? It's I want to see a so stop beautiful. motion video or not, like a time lapse video of them like doing like a 10 second sequence. Just the- like. The sculptors all in it. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. So, um, I'm really bad at pronunciation, so I apologize. Uh, The Colonia Colonia Dignidad, Dignidad, or Dignity Colony, um, was a group of Germans and, do you say Chilean? Chileans. Chileans in Chile um, in post-World War II. Um, It was put together by immigrant Nazi Germans. And run. That's the second worst kind of Nazi Whoa. German. What was that? That cracked. My chair broke yeah. again. Um, it was led by a German fugitive named Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer, the keyboard player Schaefer. from the. Well, I'm sure that there's another Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer was also the uh, keyboard player for David Letterman, and he was in the Blues Brothers. And he's a fugitive from Germany because he's been accused of child molestation. That's got to be a different Paul Schaefer. That can't be Paul the Schiff. <laughs> Um, so this cult became known 
um, for internment, torture, and murder of, dis- how do you say it, dissidents? Dissidents. Dissidents. That's this dude here. Yeah. That's Polish. I wonder how you pronounce it. It's got an umlaut over the A. I'm not really good with German pronunciation. Yeah. Um, so the cult ran from 1961 to 2007. Um, sorry, that's like, I lost my place. I didn't know Paul Schaefer was Canadian. The good Paul Schaefer, the keyboard player from the David Letterman. Okay, you're distracting me. <laughs> sorry. Um, but from 1973 to 1985, it operated as a concentration camp. So Pino, Pino, Pinochet, Pinochet, Pinochet was, was a dick. the dictator at the time. And the people who disobeyed him or were against him were actually held in the cult mm. um, as, as prisoners. And um, a lot of the members of the colony, just like the just normal people, participated in this torture of, of the jailers and... So Pinochet is just like, man, I don't like these dissidents. I wish I had a concentration camp. Who should I get to run my concentration camp? Well, Pinochet is like, well, why don't I get a former Nazi? Yeah. Those guys are great yeah. at that. Not, they're, not, they're not great. They're rubbish. So the main legal activity they did was farming and agriculture. Um, but What was the main illegal activity they so did? Oh, here we go. The colony was... Um, like very secretive. They were surrounded by barbed wire fences. Like ECW. They had a watchtower. They had searchlights. They had a secret weapon cache that Ooh, they like. Like a cache later. of secret weapons or a weapon cache that was a secret. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Chilean government investigated to find lots of criminal activity, including child sexual abuse. So when you which, say the Chilean government, was this presumably like post Pinochet's regime? Yeah, yeah, okay, I so after so. Pinochet yeah. was de- gone. Um, but which I wasn't surprised about the child sexual abuse stuff, learning that the leader was accused of child molestation. I mean, you know, cult's going to cult. Are um, there any cults that don't involve some kind of sexual abuse? Yeah. So I read It's the worst crazy cult I've ever been in. So in 1991, the cult name changed to Villa, Villa Baviera. And the colony residents are free to come and go as they please. And the site is still open uh, for tourism. Hmm. For the Baviera. Oh, you're looking up something else? I was trying to remember the name of the house in um, Pippi Longstocking. It was like the Bella something. Villa Bella. Oh. Anyway, knowing this and how this girl in the movie, Maria, ran away... Like, it has this, learning this, it has a whole other level of depth to it of why she ran away, part of why she ran away, not just because she was ordered for silence, um, and why she cared for the pigs like children, like, almost like she was caring for her own inner child, Hmm. I think. Wow. That's really cool. Anyway. It was Villa Villa Villacula. Was the name of Hibby Longstocking's house. Oh, Okay. You thought it might be the same? No, I just, when you said Villa, whatever Bavira. you said, I was kind of like, oh, what was it? Was that Pippi Longstock? Again, see, you're way smarter than me this week. I don't think I'm smart. You engaged really well with this and like researched that. But basically you heard cult and were like, ooh. <laughs> I pricked up. But I and went, I heard Paul Schaefer and went, oh yeah. Like I went to Alberta College of Art and Design. I know how to bullshit on art for <laughs> hours. Like I can just go on and on and on. Oh, look, I can go on and on and on. But mostly about, like, pro wrestling or... <laughs> oh, I, oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I've referenced it multiple times in this very episode. I know. 
when you were talking about barbed wire, I was like, oh, like ECW. I know, Joey. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I, I, I would recommend people see this movie, especially if you are, like, smarter than me or more, like, pretentious than me. The movie isn't pretentious, but if you are, you'll love this movie. <laughs> You know, I think this is a movie that can be enjoyed by, like, smart people, artistic people, and pretentious people, and that it can be, like, a thing that you can all join together in. Yeah. So I don't know if I would watch it again. It was really long for what it was, but I'd never seen anything like it, so thank mm-hmm. you for picking such a different movie. Like, you you really go with the obscure. <laughs> Nicole, it was my pleasure. <laughs> I struggled to stay awake both times we watched it. I the know. first night, you were like, honey, do you want to turn it off? I was like, I'm okay. And like two minutes in. later, you're like, you cannot keep your eyes open. You were like sitting up. Like, was... At first, I was like, sit up <laughs> so that you're not laying down. And then you were sitting up like when I, off. I was like, okay, we can't watch When I was it. a little boy, I went to see a Douglas Fairbanks pirate silent movie with my mom. Because apparently I was a child in the 1920s. But we went to the silent film, and there was a Douglas Fairbanks pirate movie, and there was a pirate who was supposed to be guarding Douglas Fairbanks, I think, and he kept, like, nodding off, so he put, like, his sword, and he, like, propped it up under his chin, so when he started to nod, it would poke him, and he would, it was played for laughs, like, he was a big fat guy, and it was funny, and I always think of that whenever I'm falling asleep. (laughs) If I'm ever watching something and I'm, like, nodding out, I always think of that. I should figure out what movie that was. Oh. That's crazy. (laughs) Thanks, yeah. I appreciate your listening to my story about... A pirate movie. Okay, we have your pick, and do we have a special announcement, or is that yes? Okay, so um, here we go. We will be doing a podcast in June, and then we will be taking a brief hiatus for July and August because we are moving to a new house. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently, we can't watch a movie. No, because we'll be packing up all of our shit. So <laughs> I, I don't agree wanna... with you. It's just we already have show. a hard time getting one podcast a month done in normal circumstances. Well, it's just that there's so many wonderful things to do. So, yeah, there'll be lots to do. Yes, so, yes. Um, well, we'll we are coming back. We though. are also, we're moving because I'm pregnant. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a yet another, we already have Sun and Spawn of Creature. What's well, the next one going to be? I don't know. I, you come up with the names, not me. I know. Those are the two good ones. <laughs> this could just be Return of the Sun of Creature. <laughs> just because it's longer Yeah, Return longer. of the Sun of... Anyway, so we have one more for June for you, and then... Um, July and August July and will August, be off. And then we'll be back in September with Joey's pick. Which I haven't made because we haven't watched yours yet. Right. But let's announce what that is. Hang on. Let me bring it up so that well, I can I get all the de- Well, I just want to. I said hang it on. Just give me a second. <laughs> I want to bring it up so that I can get the details after you say what it's called so we can. All right. All right. All right. Fuck. Okay. I picked um, The Gift from 2000. It's a thriller mystery. I watched this movie back in high school and it really stuck with me. And I've never rewatched it, so I'm really excited to rewatch. Okay, so it. I've never seen this. It's directed by Sam Raimi, whom I love, and this was his last movie before he went off to do superhero movies and like Wizard of Oz movies for the rest of his career, except for a brief like nostalgia thing when he did Drag Me to Hell. It's written by Billy Bob Thornton and Tom Everson, and based on the alleged psychic experiences of Billy Bob Thornton's mom. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm more excited to watch this movie now or dreading it. I, I honestly don't that know. That actually makes me not like this movie as much it as I remember it. It sounds bad, doesn't I, it? But I remember loving this movie and thinking <laughs> it was awesome. So I guess we'll see on a rewatch I'm, what yeah, I Yeah, like, look, I'm interested to see it. I do think it's, like, wild. The, the fact that this is the only Sam Raimi movie that I had never heard of 
doesn't fill me with confidence, but let's... But I remember loving it, so well, I'm really excited to revisit it. Well, let's find oh, out. And I always mean to say this on the podcast, and I always forget. We are on Instagram. You are on Instagram. At Bride of Creature Podcast. You can message us there. If you, you can ever. message her there. We don't use our, the Gmail. I think you had set up an email for this a long time ago. You can send an email to it. I don't remember what the address is, but it forwards to my, inter- my email. Okay, so we would see It's probably that. Bride of Creature at gmail.com. But I am more active on Instagram, so if you want to get in touch Maybe there. Maybe it's Bride of the Creature. And I post the posters there from the movies we watch, and it's good fun. I'm curious now. I think it is actually. What? So it's Bride of Creature at geekstampede.com. I bet you that doesn't work. Maybe it does. Just use the Instagram instead. Yeah. So I'm going to say it again. So yeah, if you want to talk to Nicole, you can talk to her on the Instagram. Bride I do not Creature, have Instagram on my phone or anything. But I will anything. pass anything along to Joey. Bride of Creature <laughs> podcast. I'm more friendly and social than Joey. If you want to talk to me, um, I can't imagine you would. But you could send me an email, I guess. No, don't give out your email on podcast, okay. Joey. If you want to talk about wrestling, though, tell Nicole on Instagram, and then we'll like meet up in like an IRC chat or something and talk about <laughs> wrestling. You should just have a wrestling pod. Didn't you have a wrestling podcast at one? I point? did. It was called the Boiler Room Brawl. Who was in it? Ryan. Yeah, my buddy Ryan. <laughs> I've talked about doing another one. You should. I had a whole. I had a plan. Or anyway, was Harley going to be in it? Oh, actually, we record there. There is a recorded episode yeah. that exists of a. Uh, it's called Hulks and Hogan's because it was the Panel One Comic Society of Calgary. Uh, we used to do a panel at comic book conventions back when people used to go to places in the same building. Uh, and we would talk about wrestling on this panel. We thought, this is fun. Why are we only doing this twice a year? So we recorded the pilot of a podcast for it. And the premise was each member of the cast would pick a match from somewhere in history and we'd all watch it and discuss them. And our first episode, though, was predominantly revolved around this one female wrestler Hana Kimura in Japan and before I finished editing the podcast uh, she tragically passed away and I felt odd about posting Posting the show that soon after the fact so it's still sitting here on my hard drive and maybe someday I'll finish it and we'll post it but it's been well over a year since we recorded that and then we just never recorded a second episode yeah we would have to have something at the beginning they actually just did a like one year after her passing they did a, a tribute show in Japan like earlier this week that I've been meaning to watch but anyway I, that's more sidetracked than usual yeah well I also need to go and watch the rest of the friends reunion so yeah and I need to um, I was gonna I'm thinking of watching WWF in your house 8 beware of the dog tonight yeah. from 1996 Big plans. Big plans tonight. I also have to finish Starcade 93 mm-hmm. Ric Flair versus Vader 93 right. <laughs> up. until next time I am the creature Joey G And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. I always assume you are. Just to me. Personality, the cult of personality.